on dispensers of pets, poking out at the cons, renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a trekking, <laughs> sit back and watch as the uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Listen up, fanboys. It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. Yay! Yay! Are we on PBS? We are today. And uh, Derek, Mr. McCaw's not here, so I turn it over to your host for the evening, Lonald Lopez. Hey, everybody. Uh, that was that was cool, Jason. Thanks. That was all right. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Fanboy Planet Podcast. I'm your host for this week, Lon Lopez. Yes, our illustrious leader, Derek McCaw, is once again absent. Uh, this time, I believe he's having his spleen replaced, and uh, we wish him a speedy recovery, so we'll see him soon. Uh, this week, of course, as always, oh, we are broadcasting live. From Elusive Comics and Games in Santa Clara. What is it? Uh, 2725 El Camino Real Suite 104 and 105 Santa Clara. in Santa Clara, California. What's the zip? Does anybody get the zip? No, it's okay. You don't need it. Don't mail uh, anything. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, joining me this evening, we have a delicious bunch of characters with us tonight. Uh, uh, sitting, sitting to my... Holler. What is this? My left... Uh, is a voice you may recognize from our last couple podcasts is the crusading district attorney and lovable fanboy Troy the action, lovable action lo- lad action lad Troy action lad Troy the action lad Bi- Benson 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 thank yes. you smooth I don't I don't I don't reminisce suddenly my opening I, seems awesome it yes does yes <laughs> hey we're we're doing this like free jazz style baby That's we're just true. going with it it's absolutely all good. welcome Troy thank you sitting across from me to my uh, what is that northwest uh, is <laughs> a you're diagramming this at home <laughs> yes for those with a compass rose um, is uh, need a program. Is a uh, frequent guest to the podcast and contributor uh, helping us out. Fanboy favorite. Fanboy, yeah, guest host favorite. Uh, Jason Salazar. That's me. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Welcome, Jason. Good times. Welcome. Always a pleasure to be here. Salazar Spice. Salazar Spice. Sitting directly across from me, due north, our moral compass and... Olive green sweater wearing badass, uh, Rick Brettschneider. Moss is growing only on my north side. Yes, so so. we call you Moss Man. Spinach Rick. Marvels of the, nice. what is it, there Masters of the Universe. Masters, yes. yes. Swamp Moss Man. Ma- Moss yes. Man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he fought Skeletor in that uh, very short episode. I no, there was a Moss Man. There was there a Moss, there was Moss Man. Yeah, yeah, there was, actually. I couldn't be prouder that I really didn't know that. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, the character they actually had, like, he was like a Chia pet, right? Yeah. He had yeah. a furry... Yeah. Like nice. A little, little fuzzy on top. On I think yeah. sometime I'm we should do a Chia <laughs> makeover on Troy. <laughs> I don't know. Chia's so 90s. Did you, you just spread I, I the paste on nice. your head? I, I, too, am too old to, to know who Moss Man is. A little water, a little sun. Yeah. But I do. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Sadly. Like I said, we've got kind of a short podcast for you. Hopefully we'll stretch it out. Like I said, we're going to do a little freeform jazz uh, discussion here. But we've got your typical comics news, movie news. TV news, we got a little uh, Xbox news, uh, and some Disneyland news coming up later. 
I always love Disneyland news. It's the happiest place on earth. Exactly. Uh, so let's just uh, kick right into it this week um, for comics. Let's go into the comics news. Comics, as Derek likes to say it. Uh, okay, the biggest uh, newsy announcement, or mostly for the East Coasters out there. Uh, today there was a press conference where uh, Spider-Man, our good friend and friendly neighborhood hero, uh, had a press conference with the mayor of New York. Uh, I just know his last name, Bloomberg. What's his for David? Uh, anybody know? I think it's David. David yeah. Bloomberg. Anyways, mayor of New York, David Bloomberg, uh, promoting today with Marvel Comics a, I guess it's a, what would you call it, a, a, an insert or something? Uh, promoting the uh, New York unemployment uh, program, I guess. So I guess for all the New Yorkers or you know that are unemployed and are looking to get employment, uh, they basically put out a comic. I don't know if they, they actual, get free comic books. Well, in if they buy the paper, um, <laughs> if they buy the paper, they get a free comic book. They get a free insert. Then I, I believe what I read the story was basically Peter Parker is recently unemployed. Peter and, Parker's or, always unemployed. Sure. Well, if, well, then who better to host a comic for it? But uh, indeed, I guess Spider-Man comes across Bloomberg or either Peter Parker or one of the two, and Bloomberg, you know, tells Peter about you know free job job training and placement services, all available through the city of the Great Garden, not Garden State, uh, Empire State, and uh, yeah. So how do we feel about Spider-Man pushing New York? Uh, Unemployment services. I'm just glad there's no unemployment here on the West Coast. Well, we don't have a West Coast hero to, you know, sell that book, do we? I'm not quite sure Peter Parker knows how to keep a job. Is this really the <laughs> best person? <laughs> the spokesperson. Well, right. he, I, I job think training. It'd be good for him to get benefits. If you were Spider-Man, you kept getting laid off. You're definitely going to, you needs know, his medical health benefits. insurance. You're gonna health insurance yeah. is important. You're for definitely sure. going to go for that unemployment. You would have think that the heroes, like some, like the richer ones, like Iron Man or like Reed Richards, they'd pick up the tab. They would have started like an underground heroes union or something, <laughs> you know, yeah. like get everybody some good health care or something. I mean, isn't like well, there's all these doctors? There's Doctor Strange, Doctor Do. All these guys. Oddly enough, there is Doctor Doom would not be helpful. There is a character eh, in the truth. Marvel universe called Night Nurse who works ah. with the Avengers and does exactly that function. Now, who funds her? Do we know? I'm sure it's Tony Stark. Interesting. Isn't there a Marvel sweatshop who night. keeps the Hulk in pants and shirts? <laughs> there exactly. probably is. Yeah, yeah. and that's the why pants. they keep shredding. That's right. They're like, it doesn't matter. We're going to fix it. That's later. why Tony Stark's so rich because he bought stock in that company. Lots yeah. of purple pants. Yeah, exactly. Nobody's <laughs> gonna want these. No oh, yeah. way. It'll pants. go great with green. Wait a minute. <laughs> Why do they stretch so purple much? Purple and green. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. See Tony Stark. Because there are some parts man. of the Hulk that don't grow. But see this. Uh, <laughs> this uh, this ad campaign though wasn't really too shocking to me because how many of us remember through the years all the different promotional like little comic inserts we've gotten where like, Spider Man is like been a part of fruit pies well yeah he uh, you, you did steal my joke but yes Sorry. Uh, he, he has yes promoted the fruit pies but does anyone remember uh there was a, a, a like an anti-smoking campaign that came out i think it was in the 80s blood drive well, there might have been one to give R- blood radioactive blood right right but uh there was a morbius that's that one. Right. it just seems like whenever marvel's got a toad out some kind of uh, PSA or some kind of uh, it's informative book. It's always Spider-Man. You know, I, wasn't there a... Uh, gosh, Derek would have to... You're a junior Zorlak in training. Uh, there was a... Uh, wasn't there a child abuse one that came out, like, maybe in the 80s, too, where... 
was it Spider-Man or was Spider-Man? like abused by his uncle or not Uncle Ben but her I don't think so that scary story I don't think so no, no, no. I almost am positive there was a... I think we should do research on this before we talk about yes. this anymore. <laughs> Spider-Man wakes up in a cold sweat. <laughs> no, it was a, no, it, it was a, it was a neighborhood... I remember friend, it all now. Quote, Uncle Ben. <laughs> no, it wasn't, a, it wasn't the uncle. I remember it was like a neighborhood friend or something that either abused him or something. It was all about... Just promoting like it was Norman Osborne. No, it, well, yeah, there was good touches and bad touches. I'm yeah, stay it was over one tonight, of those, Peter. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those kind of informational <laughs> comics or whatever that were trying to get out, kind of the you know, tell an adult or talk to somebody. Don't you, keep it if all you in. Your spider's sense is tingling. It's a bad <laughs> touch. Right. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that I mean, like I said, we don't have the the Zorlac here to remember. So if you are listening and you would like to write in, and if you were if you have this or read this. I write into editor at fanboyplanet.com um, because I'm pretty darn sure there was one of those. I know I have one at home, the anti-smoking one. It's uh, Spider-Man uh, teams up with Power Man, I think. Um, I don't know if they were, you know, uh, whatever fighting or whatever. But it was they probably just come across some kids that are smoking, kids smoking and, and tell them, yeah, don't so do we it. We don't smoke, and look how big my arms are. Yeah. So Marvel has a deep, rich history of... PSA. Try, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. P- what do you call it? It's not a PSA. I guess a it's PSA. Public service. Service. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but in book form, I mean, you still call it a PSA, I guess. Sure. So, all right. I do. Well, there you go. Spider-Man's back at it again, trying to help New Yorkers with their unemployment. I think it's great, too, that usually comics is geared towards younger kids. But this is a message that's geared towards like adults and their, you know, probably so all those younger uh, kids who read comics can't afford to buy the comics un- anyway. Unemployed adults. Do right, I want right. to hire somebody who has to get told by Spider-Man <laughs> to go out and get a job? That's a very good point. Thank yeah. you. Yes, I mean, but I mean, I think that's kind of the interesting thing that Bloomberg kind of thought. We got to get the word out. How do we reach the most people? Spider-Man. Right. So, I, <laughs> way to go there, there, Mayor. Good job. So, now you know. Fictional right. character will solve unemployment. Right. Yes. Well, I mean, you know, did, they did get a little bit of press. Repression but, uh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unemployment man. But, uh, yeah. So, thanks, Spidey. Hopefully, uh, Spidey can get everybody back to work. Uh, in other comics news, we don't have, a, I don't really have a lot of comics news, but we have some, some reviews and talk. Um, Let's let's go to first. I was just gonna real quick quick preview of Batman. What is it? The Return. Batman the Return came out Batman, today. Batman the Return. Where did he go? It's number. It's a one shot. Right. And I just want to comment on first of all the art by Finch, David Finch. It, you know, Finch is always pretty awesome. Uh, he kind of evokes like a Jim Lee kind of look to him. But uh, just flipping through, I was really impressed with the art and just kind of the design of some of the things that, you know, you're kind of looking forward to in the story. Um, Very detailed. I really dig the cover. Uh, any paper aficionados? We, this is, this it's is a, a semi-gloss uh, finish, a silk finish to the cover. Yeah, it's really nice. Uh, the cover's really cool. Um, so, yeah, I, it was a really good-looking book. I haven't read the story. I mean, I tried to read the first couple pages, but you guys, as we expressed on the last podcast with Troy, Grant Morrison likes to, you know, Mess spread. You. Yeah. yeah, he likes to spread his prose. I yeah. mean, we've got three and a half pages there of a bat flying in the air. With a poem. <laughs> yeah. 
So, I mean, it's kind of like, great. I remember when Batman just you know, beat up bank robbers. But no, no, seriously, it's art. It's all good. It's kind of interesting in the related news, and I think you're going to get Troy's going to talk about Batman Incorporated, but we could sure. we could do a little bit on his costume change in here. Oh, did he did he update his costume? He's got he's yeah. got a he's got this whole pipe, pipe piping piping thing going on on the chest. Piping? It's not as obvious on the cover, but when you look at it later, there's uh, piping or are those like seams in the suit. It's it's more than a seam. It's like a ridge. Yeah, yeah. You can see it right there. there we go. I mean, there's. Well, I mean, I, I just think that's like a, a panel. Whoa! Yeah, Troy just pointed to a, a thong. Butt. <laughs> There you go. There That's a go. good shot of it. That's it's got its own shadow line on it, so it's it's, it's raised. It's definitely raised. It almost looks like I a, think it's just a raised seam. It's almost like an upward pointing arrow, <laughs> or a bat. Yeah. Could be bat wings could, or something. I could don't know. be. Yeah. It's you know what it is. It's really just conforming to that whole Ultimate Marvel look, where they basically have just re. It's I guess it's contemporary like fashion style. I guess or we're, for those kind of like body suits. Or we're whatever. looking at this panel in particular. I was pointing out that uh, Batman is at his most badass when he's got shoes on it that, that have real heavy tread. Yes. You know, that started with Miller, and it's been carried over quite a bit lately. And it's uh, different types of tread and different... Well, uh, I also it, it definitely, think... It definitely carries the... I'm gonna When I kick you in the face, I'm going to leave a mark. I also think, though, too, that in the older days when they drew Batman... They didn't really have time to draw in a tread. The tread. You know I mean? They got like, more time now, or well, I they're think, tread drawing out. I think what it is is they're they're trying to be a little more uh, detailed yeah. in the draw. Yeah, realistic. Gotham City kids. Yeah, <laughs> I want to buy those boots. I want those boots. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do we feel about the costume change? Was it necessary? Is this? I think it's a matter of packaging because this is this is the way you're going to identify the Bruce Wayne Batman versus the Dick Grayson Batman. Yeah, good point. I think yeah, they also, and then it's if you look at his little like gloves right here too, it's I think they're trying to kind of like meld the comic world with the uh, movie world, mm-hmm. you know, because the realistic Batman from the Christian Bale, Chris Nolan movies, he's got reinforcement know. all over the place. Yeah, too. they did it a little more real instead of just you know vinyl, you know vinyl suits right. and you know whatever like, like they used to like have. Like Green so. Lantern. Well, we'll get to that later. Uh, any other comments on Batman being back? Welcome back. Your Batman's back. back, and you're gonna be in trouble. He never answered my question. Where did he go? He, he went, went to hell back and back. In time. Back in time. Did he really? He did. He Actually, went back he died, to, didn't he? Well, no. no uh, Darkseid's uh, Omega Beam sent him back in time, which has happened before. It happened oh, Darkseid. Yeah. It, it happened in forever, so people. Like the first in your mega beam. almost the first time anyone got hit by those beams, they went back in time. So yes. this was the same thing. And so when Batman got hit, and, and did he stop his space. dad from getting hit by a car, and then he had to uh, no, he sleep with quite. his mom? And no, whoa, whoa, whoa. What movie are you watching? Back to the Future, of course. Okay. He didn't sleep with his Oh, I get it. I thought you were doing something else. No, God, no. I was referencing one of the greatest movies of all time. Forever. (laughs) you what? Star Trek. They went back in time? Yeah, to stop stop. Joan Collins from getting hit by the car? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Oh, well, they in turn probably stole that for Back to the Future. (laughs) Great. No one has an original thought anymore. And we'll get to that later. Right. (laughs) All right. uh, Any other books? Oh, uh, Rick? Well, uh, we're going to... Oh. Yeah, Troy, well, Troy actually read. Batman I actually did read it, and it's Grant Morrison, and I was actually able to understand. And wow, yeah, there's like characters and people, and basically, Batman appears to just be going around to different countries and recruiting people to be Batman. Now, how right now? I guess, I guess he's Batman, but how does he find these people? 
Craigslist? He's Batman. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, they actually make a point of that. He figured out the secret identity of one of these, uh, a Japanese crime fighter, and he said, I think he'll be impressed by the fact that I figured out his secret identity because I'm Batman. Mm. Isn't that kind of a writer's cheat, though, also, too? <laughs> kind of a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, how did you find it out? Hey, I'm Batman. <laughs> Okay, I accept that. That's that's usually my answer to everything. I'm As a reader, Batman. I accept that. How'd you get to the front of the line at the DMV? I'm, I'm Batman. Batman. <laughs> okay, all right. Wow, you are the master of disguise. That's so, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, this d- this this dinner is delicious. What's your reser? What's your secret? I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> now, okay, but right now he's dealing with a Japanese guy who's gonna be the new Batman, I guess, in Japan. And I'm actually just happy that there's a Japanese hero whose powers aren't sun-based. <laughs> <laughs> red red sun <laughs> radiating yes. off, off his But don't you think it's also a week on the flip side that finally we get a Japanese hero and we have to call him Batman? You could say it funny. Now, <laughs> is he turning... Is, uh, is he Batman! <laughs> are these guys all becoming Batman then? I don't know. Oh, I, I, that's the mystery. <laughs> that was the question I had. Was is he is he just sponsoring these guys who can be heroes? Let's, like you get. Let's night- face it. This is just a way to sell a whole bunch of toys. So yeah. you're going to have a Japanese Batman. I just want all those Batman. Batman. All those toys are going to be Batman. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's, a, okay. it's a way to explain all the different Batman. So what happens when they're all in a room? And somebody needs to get a hold of Batman. Does he just go, "Hey, Batman"? And they'll go, say, uh, "Yes, American Batman." Oh, that's it. Yeah. No, boy, that, can get, that could get a little dodgy. Batman, huh? Sam. <laughs> yeah, Canadian Batman. Yeah, a. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good times. I, you know, I'm honestly, I, I haven't been reading, but I can't wait for this storyline to go away. All right. Anyways, <laughs> um, Rick uh, was excited about a book that, uh, if you ever hear the podcast me and Derek did last week, if you ever post it, uh, we'd talk a little bit about Thunder Agents. Um, oh, you guys talked about Thunder well, Agents? Well, we talked that you would love it. So, okay. um, would you like to, did you actually read the book? And I did. Alright, give us a little uh, rundown, your take on it. I've been a Thunder Agents fan since they were Tower Comics, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, all the incarnations. And this one has promised, it hasn't delivered on it with the first episode, but if, if you are looking for the old characters they're all there they're updated just enough it they, they don't really the new iterations of them don't show up until the end of the book basically the the conceit here is that there are powers that can be vested upon individuals by virtue of things that they get like there's a thunder uh, the uh, uh, there's a belt that makes you strong and dense. Uh, Dynamo wears that, and then you've got—I can't remember the speedster's name—but the so like he gets fast shoes, get or something. fast, and you know there's there's uh, there's um, it's along those lines. The thing about it is using these weapons slowly kills you. Oh, fun! And eventually, you you have to find Kinda people like who are willing to be heroes to the point where they give their own lives for the heroic action. Which is a little bit more strong. It wasn't really all the all the powers in the original book. That's Sounds like the, a bum deal. That's the big change. Was that the original? <coughs> was that the original uh, Originally, concept? It was it the you? only person who was dying because of their power was the speedster. Um, and so, in, in needs to eat. Speed kills. So that it's they're extending that to extend the drama. I don't know that's necessary. Hopefully, a smart writer will be able to, writer will be able to figure a way out of that down the road. See, that because was going to be my follow up question was because uh, 
you you said you've been following since it was Tower Comics, so it's obviously like a golden age story and, and oh, it was it and was property. Yeah, but what I was uh, what I Silver. noticed from the picture was, yeah, of course, it's uh, the cover art is by Quiet Quietly Quietly, Quietly yeah. And uh, anytime I see his stuff, you always think authority, and you always think a more adult themed kind of more serious tone stuff. Even I though I think this is going to be along those lines. So that's what I was going to ask you: is it, is it? Is it? It's not a fun little book. Okay. And it's it's a it's a it's a superhero spy kind of situation because you've got it's the United Na- Nations uh, higher command for uh, law enforcement or something. So like that. there's Thunder. like heroes from all over the world. It spells thunder, of course. Um, it's it's not necessarily from all over the world, but they have worldwide jurisdiction. There's a big support organization behind these guys that are in touch with them and telling them how to use their power. It's almost like uh, kind of like Chuck when he's calling in, or you know, there was there've been a number of of these kind of spy shows that go back uh, with the organization that has the agent out. But they're always in touch with them, so it's kind of along those lines. Art was great. Story was story moved along nicely. It's I, a group you know, book. It's so. a it's a group book, and and uh, some of the characters when they get into it, they have the the powers and the way they work. I'm not gonna not gonna. Is it a, an origin story? Because so if you knew nothing about Thunder Agents, it's kind of this is on? this is the end of one group of Thunder Agents and the bringing on of the new group of Thunder Agents. So it kind of it kind so of it's like the passing of the torch, stealing between. of the thunder. You would the, say the, the thunder. Hmm, yes. Interesting interjection. Interjection. Now, are there any Amazing. N- are there any nude men dancing in this? No. Okay, so it's not Thunder from it's Down not Under. Thunder Agents. from Down Under. Okay, Agents. got it. Just yeah. checking. <laughs> All right. But another- uh, I'd say if you were a fan, you won't be disappointed. Nice. Uh, another book you liked uh, that you, we've talked about before, but I guess number two came out, Ultimate Thor. Ultimate Thor continues to be a great book. We've got uh, three basic storylines going on with the the Asgard Thor, the 1939 World War II storyline where the Nazis and the ice giants are forming a pact. And there's a big reveal. How does that even happen? There's a what? big. There's, no, there's a big you reveal. You just pick up the phone and go. Give me the ice. Give giants. me the ice giants. No, there's Norn stones that are involved. And there's Norn a, stones. There's a big reveal at the end of this book that I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil. That explains everything about why that storyline's happening. And then you have the modern modern day Thor from the Ultimates universe that we've seen before, where they're not Sports sure if he's crazy or he really is a god. And he's he's undergoing uh, analysis, and they're checking him out, and uh, they're basically going uh, going to acknowledge. They did a great thing where they they said he was he was dreaming, and he was dreaming of Asgard, and they were looking at the, where his brain activity was, and it, w- it wasn't that he was dreaming; he that he was accessing parts of the brain related to memory. So it was it was things Isn't that, that what he dreaming were, is? well, it was things related to things he had experienced already. It wasn't uh. it wasn't dream. Oh, so he wasn't creating it. He was remembering it. He was remembering it. So it. It, was, it was either a very deep psychosis or it was actually Did he also real. remember when Odin used to touch him inappropriately? You know, you're going to keep going back. To <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just checking. <laughs> Odin uh, does start off with only one eye, though. Ooh, okay. So, uh, Troy liked we'll another make it go book. Um, if you wanted to talk oh. briefly about... You know uh, what? Oh, it's a sorry, book and a TV No, sorry. please. Oh, yeah. well, we did bring we did touch on it yes uh, last time I think we were all together but uh, Avengers it's the actual title Earth's Mightiest Heroes yes well no I think the actual title is Avengers okay I know the TV show the is Avengers. like Earth's Mightiest it has like a subtitle but, yeah yeah but uh, we actually have the comic book form of the show. And Troy actually uh, picked it up and read it. Troy, give us your thoughts on the Yeah, book. well, the last time I was here, Lon 
told me to watch the show, didn't know anything about it, started watching it, liked the show, um, picked up the book last week. It's actually, you know, it's for all ages, but it's very, um, you know, it's very well done, actually. It's not, this is something that you could just give to any kid. There's no real, um, I, it's just good old-fashioned superhero action. What's interesting, though, is the Avengers seem to fight a character that seems very similar to Amazo over in DC. That's what Super Adaptoid. Super yeah. Adaptoid's been around. Yeah, for he's a been long around time. for a while. Yeah. How come Marvel never gets sued? I don't know. I think. Yeah. I think. Are, why are you thinking like a lawyer? Because. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. Because Marvel sues everybody. I think back it becomes then, even close. Back then, when they were established, you know that copyright part of copyright law didn't really exist, did it? I mean, through the years, it's gotten more and more convoluted and, and crazy, Ooh. right? I mean, as long as they didn't have the same name, I mean, yeah, they could pretty much well, You go Hawkeye and Green Arrow, you can go... Well, you know, there is a thing with powers, but I mean, it's it's very similar. Going yeah. back, see, I'll go all Derek on you and talk about Superman and Captain Marvel and the lawsuits right, and right. They, how they brought in Popeye to compare that other people had lifted up things before, but... I'm not going to do that. I, I, and I appreciate but if, that. Thank you. But if you need to, you it, can. I could. Uh, this could. is your forum. Dude, so my, my question is, and comic this is still at uh, at fairly young teenage or even preteen uh, kids, right? Is where it Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that... It's not like and where, dumb kids But where stuff, does right? Superhero Squad fit in? Along with this, that's probably like elementary school yeah, level. So. Superhero so, squads younger, so that's you would draw the line at like sixth grade or seventh grade yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah it's just yeah. like you know middle school age, high school age. Okay. But I mean, this book and um, this book and the TV show kind of reads the way I read comic books in the seventies. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, it's like anybody could pick it up. It's not convoluted and all this backstory, and it's just as long as stated Is it one earlier. story in an issue? It's oh my. One story in an issue. Is that great? There's a, there's a, like, complete, it should say at the top, it should, the banner should say, complete in this issue. Right. Believe it or not, there's actually two stories in this issue. My two complete wow. individual stories. So it's the end of comics as we it's, know it. Yeah. It's or crazy the renaissance. We need this. No, um, Pick it I up. can't remember. Were you an Avengers fan, or were you a big Avengers fan? Or? I, you know, I do like the Avengers because... Although I'm anti-Marvel, I like to read the Avengers because it has the most heroes in it. Sure, so sure. that way I can kind of feel like I know what's going on mm. with Thor and Iron Man and stuff without actually buying all the other books. And I think what's great you know about, about not buying books long. I know. Um, I, you know what's great about, and I haven't read this actual issue, but what I like about these contained ones is that it really gets to the heart of the characters to where you don't need to know all these crazy backstories and continuity but you know thor's the thunder guy hulk's the strong guy iron man's the tech guy you know what i mean and you can put them in these situations and just have fun with them and enjoy these stories instead of picking up a current avengers book and going now wait a minute which captain america is this and what happened to him before and you know what happened to thor after the siege and so it's you know not what the I mean? bucky steve roger uh, bucky captain america yeah. has night sweats you know what i'm saying so it's kind of one of those where it's just you can just read and enjoy a story so i mean I think that's pretty cool with I comics. That's why like I that. like comics. So. Cool. Any other books uh, that we want to... Jason, you read a book that you liked, didn't you? A comic? No. Scrooge McDuck? You were <laughs> oh, yeah, I was about? talking about Scrooge McDuck. He was swimming in that pile of gold again, spitting it out, yeah. having a good time. 
Jason doesn't read comics. I don't. I used to. Uh, like he's I've gonna st- choke on. Like I've stated before, the last comic I was into or was when Spider Man had clones. Yes. I don't even remember when that was, but it had to be like the nineties. Yeah. He's always got clones. And then now. I just and then, but then I just yeah, that's true. Then I just stopped and saved my money. All right, well, let's move on <laughs> to movie news. Uh, movie news. We had a lot of movie news this week. Um, but probably the biggest fanboy news today was that the Green Lantern movie trailer was released online. Gay Lantern. And, well, um, and um, we all watched it. Yep. I now, did. let's discuss. Um, for all you fanboys out there that didn't see it, you can probably go to... I'd like to say you could go to Fanboy Planet and watch an embed of it, but, but I don't know if Derek's put it up yet. Yeah. But you could probably watch it at Apple.com. So go there now and then come back and Apple.com slash trailers. Yes, but uh, let's start. As Jason told me. Yes, that's I right know Jason's going to rip it, so let's start with Troy. <laughs> and uh, Troy, what was your initial reactions when you looked at the Green Lantern trailer? That was, was pretty Troy's much it. Hey, that was what I was going to say. <laughs> wow. God. Now, before I go to Dude. Jason, and Troy can jump back in whenever he wants, Rick, you were actually at the Green Lantern panel at yep. Comic-Con. Yep. So I'm curious, how much of the footage you saw at Comic-Con was in the trailer, and were there other big surprises? Did they laugh at it as much as the Thor panel? No, they didn't. They actually were. They actually liked it a lot. Yeah. At, at the uh, at Comic Con. But how but, much? How much was was? Different? You know what? What got added to this were all the parts that I didn't like. You know, mm. I, I don't like to see the snarky, selfish, jokey um, version of. Uh, of uh, Ryan Reynolds, Hal, Hal Jordan, Jordan. Uh, Hal Jordan, right? And and because I've never seen him that way, I've always, he's always that's not a pilot. If you know a pilot, you know these pilot, jet pilots, they are serious, they are solid, serious oh, yeah. guys. We all know, uh, or they're dead. Captain Sully Sullenberger, yeah, sure, he wasn't exactly. all whiny no. and greedy no. and Sullenberger with the ring. Think about it. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's my green lantern. That, that part, I, that part, but I he's like. A and they didn't. They didn't really have the effect of his of his suit in that preview. That kind of came <coughs> afterwards. Yeah. But I have to say that aside yes. aside from all the stuff, and I know Jason will cover this all very well. Um, it's amazing how good the special effects are, and how I, I, I you didn't like the Abin Sir, but I actually thought that part looked okay, mm. and the the Kilowog I thought was looked really cool. So. Okay. I'm 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 liking the movie for the parts that don't have anything to do with Green Lantern. All right, now let's go to Jason, and I will interject when I need to. Go well, ahead. I mean, again, I'm not probably the best, you know, judge for this. Not really following the comic and not liking Ryan Reynolds at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I mean, I saw the animated movie, okay. uh, which actually was pretty good. Those yeah. those direct to DVD movies are actually pretty well thought they're out. Not and terrible? No, they're not terrible, but. Um, I don't know. I just, it, I just think it, it just looks bad. I mean, like, all I, right, let's I, break I, it down because that's what well, that's what the fans want to hear. They want to. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just I, again, I hate Ryan Reynolds, so that's my first problem. All right, right I'm going to counterpoint right. you there because I'm a huge fan of Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Um, I don't think he's a good Hal Jordan, however, yeah. but I do have confidence that he will at least be an engaging leading man for to at least pull off this film. Hmm. So I'm confident in that. Um, you liked the proposal, didn't you? 
Moving on. Um, <laughs> that's not a no. I will say, though, anything that came out of Blake Lively's mouth in yes. this trailer sounded mm. absolutely atrocious. Yeah. Mm. And it was one of those where we all knew when they first announced it, we were all like, she's too young, she can't act, it's stunt casting, why are you guys doing this? I, I thought Kilowog looked good. I did not... I, I disagree. I didn't think Aubin Sewer looked all that good. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting if the movie audience buys him crash landing in a plane. It's kind of taken 50 years for them to even try and adequately explain that it, to right. the comic book. So, you know, it's always a big hole in that story. Why is he in this spaceship? Yeah, right. crash landing. Right. Uh, in the cartoon, they kind of handle that, don't they? He's wounded and he has to escape or something. I don't He's know. being chased or something. Yeah. Yeah. But what's so funny is that I've read in comics where the ring actually heals things, too. So I don't know. It, it, it doesn't understand. But uh, I didn't like the Obbins. I mean, I guess I can put up with it. But the Obbinser mask or alien or whatever just looked, it looked like a bad mask. Um, and then, did everybody love Peter Sarsgaard as Hector Hammond and his his bulging forehead? You know, I thought that that was okay, but I'm I don't think Hector Hammond is necessary as a villain in this. I mean, I I don't I'm think, not excited about yeah, that. I, don't I think mean, of him as the the Green Lantern penultimate. No, he's not. I mean, uh, the quintessential foe. Yeah, if right. I was going to make a <laughs> trilogy, right? Yeah. No. If I was go- yeah, bring in the shark. Well, maybe um, if I was going to make a trilogy for Green Lantern movies, it would be Sinestro, Weaponeers of Cord, and then Crona. Uh, now, see right there, you just lost Excellent. about eighty percent of the audience. Well, <laughs> let me explain. Did you oh, see okay. the the Cordians on Brave and the Bold? I week? did. Yeah. yeah, no, it was very cool. No, yeah. see. Sinestro, as everybody knows from watching Challenge of the Super Friends, is Hal Jordan's opposite. But mm-hmm. he gets his ring from the Weaponeers of Cord, who live in this antimatter universe. Right. And again, so then that could tie in all of the Green Lantern Corps and fighting um, the Weaponeers, right? And going to the antimatter universe, and it really brings up this whole space opera kind of aspect to it. And then Krona was a renegade guardian back in the way back when and he's the one who actually first released evil into the universe that the guardians feel they need to fight so interesting whenever there's a crisis in the dc universe it usually involves crona it goes all the way back in a giant hand and um stuff so i mean that would have this whole sweeping now see that's brilliant that's brilliant thank you but this is hollywood we're talking about oh and they don't do anything brilliant when it comes to superheroes so we've got hector hammond yeah, well, here's what I'm thinking. In the trailer, if we're going to speculate, they do show Sinestro, but he's a green. He's in a Green Lantern costume, so I'm guessing they're going with the Jeff Johns kind of uh, reboot or retcon, where yeah, basically Sinestro will start. You know, that's why they need a Hector Ham- he- Hector Hammond. They need another villain for the. Well, yeah, basically to maybe have Sinestro as this. You know, bat- basically Sinestro is going to flip at the end, or at least set it up for the sequel. To where His he'll name's have to. Sinestro. That's a good he's, point. There's gonna, no mystery. <laughs> that's right. He's going to be bad news at some point. So, yeah, I mean, maybe yeah. not now, but well, trust actually, us. You'd think somebody would have figured that out that's when they right. gave him the ring. Right. Have you <laughs> met my friend, Child Killer Bob? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's like, well, if his name were like Sunny Sunshine, then we wouldn't worry about it. And but then I mean, it would be a real twist. That really yeah. would. It'd be all yellow. But uh, And then, what let's, the you know that? what? Let's just get right to it. How do we feel about the CGI suit? Mm. Horrendous. 
It looks pretty bad. It does I, look bad. I had higher hopes. Well, you were saying that you know that was done as a cost issue, but no, it wasn't. You said that earlier. Like, I mean, I don't, or a cost issue. Or like, it was more or less like, I mean. Oh, I was joking that yeah, they just wanted to blow tons of money on right. CGI. I but, mean, I just yeah. don't understand the logic behind that. I mean, it just seemed really stupid. Well, so. the logic <laughs> is that they're trying to at least show how. Woo, my comic just got blown Spooks. over. Spooks. Well, I think the the logic is. I mean, even in the comics, they've kind of, you know, house costume isn't necessarily made out of clothing, oh, right? You know, right. So they're energy. trying to get this energy, energy feel right. to it. Um, so that's why I had higher hopes yeah. for it. But it does just kind of look. It looks like a color forms. It looks. Yeah. It looks <laughs> like bad CGI. It's, it's yeah. Less than skin. It looks yeah. Like it's like it's not even on top of skin. Yeah, his mask though looks the worst. Yeah, I mean it really looks like it's pasted it's, on, and it's spread out. More yeah, it, it's very, it's very odd to the point where it really draws too much attention to the fact that hey, it's really not. There. And then whenever he's suited up like that, they've always got to put like this green aura around him mm-hmm. to cover up how bad the suit looks. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, also too, like I, you guys have probably been reading Green Lantern longer than I have, but did you uh, just call me old? No, no, I said longer. I have oh, just okay. read You've just been reading I, longer than he has. Well, I just started a couple weeks ago. <laughs> um, but I seem to remember That's Hal Jordan. Jordan man taught him how to read. Hal Jordan, at least in my opinion, the character has always been kind of an arrogant, kind of headstrong, kind of macho man, hasn't he? He's or, confident. I'll go right. macho, but I won't he's go. Very I won't macho. go. He's not arrogant. He's, arrogant, he but like confident. in a confident way, yeah, though. I mean, definitely. So it's just one of these, like in one in the trailer, Ryan Reynolds is talking about, you have to be without fear, and I don't know if that's me. And it's just like, dude, that's right. not Hal Jordan. Hal I didn't Jordan like where she that. was saying, you have the power to ignore your fear, or something like that. I'm like, that's not a power. That's, that's just... And the fact that some, it's a character some ditzy trait. chick would say that to you. That is yeah. true. I would just be like, shut up. Let me drive this plane. No, I don't know. Um... And then using his powers to beat up some punks in the alley. I mean, that's abuse of power. That's going to happen. Early. Is his hair brown? Yes. It, it is in the movie? They did dye it they, brown. They dyed yeah. it brown? Okay. Yeah. I might have missed that. So uh, okay. so we're all going to be okay. there opening day, right? Yeah, well, yeah, okay, great. All right. It doesn't. Weren't you, distra- <laughs> you were too distracted by the face mask. I'm going to be there because <laughs> I expect that will have some great trailers. His hair was CG, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and is that in 3D, too? Yeah, it's going to be. Is it, yeah. is it going yeah. to be? They're showing the trailer in front so of Harry maybe, Potter this maybe weekend. So maybe when it's in 3D, it'll all look that much better. Is Harry Potter in 3D this weekend? No, but no. thank God. No, they said they didn't have enough time to convert it, but they're doing it for the second part. Oh, brother. Yeah. Has there ever been a Harry Potter in 3D yet? No. no. Why would they change the last one? Anyways, because well, they're actually, idiots. I was gonna say, actually, that's a nice thing. Nolan <laughs> refused <laughs> nice. to do the next <laughs> Batman in 3D. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was good. He said Nolan yeah. put his foot down. Put his foot down and said no 3D. Good for Nolan. He yeah. said, "Hey, second biggest movie of all time, you listen to me." Um <laughs> Did we have did I have any other dark night? I didn't I didn't have any Nolan news. Um uh while we're in the trailer mode, uh let's just go ahead and run down the other trailer that came out today. Uh another comic book based film, Cowboys and Aliens. Got its teaser trailer released today. Uh, Daniel Craig, Harrison Ford, uh, Olivia Olivia Wilde, Aliens, Mm. Cowboys. No Indians, though. Spaceships. Surprising. No, I'm kidding. Um, Did we see this, Rick? I saw the preview at Comic-Con. At Comic-Con. I did not see the trailer I saw it today. today. I have not seen it. Uh, Basically, Daniel Craig wakes up in the middle of nowhere. He's got some freaky bracelet on. 
doesn't have memory. Uh, he got probed. <laughs> probably. <laughs> that's, that's, really, that's why he's so angry. Yeah. the touchy cowboy. <laughs> Show me on this doll. Uh, Show me on the horse. He, he go, returns back to home. Everybody wants him. Uh, and then aliens show up, they fight, uh, Harrison Ford rides a horse, and the aliens drive away. So that was pretty much... <laughs> they drive away, yes. They fly away. <laughs> stuff Ford blows suburban. up. <laughs> That's right. uh, they get Chase their escapade and they leave. So what was your take, Jason? Well, I enjoyed the trailer more than the Green Lantern one, but I guess maybe also I didn't have any preconceived notions of what I was getting myself into. I mean, I knew it was a comic, but I mean, I, I, I've never read it, but um, I mean, it looks interesting what, enough. What interested me was, uh, so when Craig puts, uh, Daniel Craig puts the, like, I guess he, he beats up some dudes because he, he doesn't have clothes or something, and uh, when they finally show, like, this, this scene where he puts on his cowboy hat, Oh, you didn't like how his hat looked, right? It's little. Yeah. It's a little small, almost like a like a bowler, or not a bowler, yeah. like a fedora or something. It did almost come to a point. It seemed like yeah. in the center, so I, most like a dunce cap. It was just a weird looking <laughs> cowboy hat, and maybe that's from the comic or something. But it was just kind of like you're going to make somebody look like an iconic cowboy. And when Ford turned around in his cowboy hat, it was just a total Indiana Jones was moment it? because it just I don't know. Whenever he has anything, he's on got it. a little sneer going. on. Yeah, I mean, he, when he has a hat on his head, you can't help but make the comparison. So it's like. Oh, I will say this, though. Olivia Wilde looked really cool as a whore. Yeah. So, yeah. That yeah was, absolutely. Because I, I, in Westerns, nice. it's pretty much you were either a uh, prairie wife or a whore. marm. Or a school marm. School marm. Yeah, so. marm. Or dead. True. <laughs> dead Or a from, combination of them all. The whore who wants to be a school marm, right? Who's the now dead. The yeah, heart dead. of gold. Yeah. Dead from a The thing that came out in the Comic Con sneak was that how much of a Western it looked like. It mm-hmm. really did. They spent the time trying to make that that world believable and not like some kind of knockoff thing where they're going to throw any aliens anyway. So right. who cares about the town or the way people act? Or in anything. the Comic Con stuff you saw, did they actually show the aliens or no? They didn't show the aliens. They it's it's basically. Um, uh, bit with uh, cowboy comes in and there's he's brought in somebody uh, some he's her- brought in, brought in Harrison Ford's son he's in jail there's an interaction there Harrison <laughs> Ford comes in ready to shoot up the town and then from from overhead this alien spacecraft comes in off the horizon and crashes in town and uh, but it, it it crashes because um, what's his name Daniel uh, Craig Daniel Craig uses his wrist bracelet to to shoot right. Him down. Yeah, it's like when the aliens show up, his wrist, bra- wrist bracelet starts uh, beeping, and then all of a sudden it turns into a weapon. Yeah, and so now Daniel Craig can fight the aliens with his super weapon bracelet. So it's essentially Green Lantern, but in the so, West. In the West, yeah. I thought it was more like laser blast. Well, think about it. <laughs> They're both wearing jewelry that turns into an alien weapon to fight aliens. Right. You've never seen Laser Blast, have you? And I thought that part where Craig said, you know, he's like, I have fear and I shouldn't because I'm a cowboy. And she's all, you've got the power power to go past your fear, (laughs) cowboy. It's like, get on the I horse. heard they did all his clothes with CG. Yes, yes. I think that's why you hate the hat. The hat, the was, hat was completely CG. CG. You're right. Yeah. That it's makes ter- a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The last trailer we enjoyed, or that came out last night, I think, was uh, the new James Franco, Danny McBride film called Your Highness. And I'm guessing it's called Your Highness because it's a pot reference. Absolutely. It's basically a, not medieval. Is it medieval times? It is. Or but sword and sorcery. It's sword, sorcery, with medieval. With pot jokes. And, and it, yeah, they talk, they talk like present day. 
dialogue. Nice. Yeah, nice. it was amazing. Did From the director, queen of music in the background when they kind of. I, at, well, at one point they did have hard rock going on, so like cool. when they're like nice. shooting like things out of staffs, and yeah, it and was it's from the same director of Pineapple Express, which leaves me a little. Yeah, hesitant. I hated that, but this looks a thousand times better. I mean, I can't. I, yeah, I mean, they put the the trailer they put up today was the the Red Band trailer. So and it's got Natalie Portman in a thong. Yeah, Natalie Portman. Uh, yeah, she looks and she's got like bows and arrows and she's shooting stuff and all of the really good stuff. I can't really repeat. I think there is going to wow. be a category of movies where it's like somebody somebody in a thong. It's just right, right. Scarlett Johansson's in it. In and she's thong. still in some kind of tight, you know, that revealing would be a great Academy Award. Right. Yeah. Best just supporting <coughs> actress in, in a, a thong. thong. Did yeah. you did you see the trailer? Of your highness? Yeah. I did. So, like, the best part of that is the line I can't repeat, where, the like, the sorcerer comes in and is like, oh, is like you know, hey, I want... me fall in love yeah, with you? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's like, and he goes, magic. And then he goes, mother effa. Mm. And it was like, right there you know that it's a, it's just going to totally not take it. And, too no, seriously. they're going to twist it and just, and just go with it and completely just not acknowledge the fact that... They're so, dropping f bombs, s bombs. So it's kind of like year one, <laughs> is what you're saying. No, no year one. Oh my god! Wow. No, that's that's horrendous. Wasn't year one kind of the same premise? Like guys that talk like we do in the old days. True, but it also was PG thirteen. Oh, okay. This it's is a full blown R raunchy comedy, and I think that that's what's going to be at saving grace. That mm-hmm. Natalie Portman in a thong. In a thong. Okay. So. Yes. I love how Natalie Portman is like a you know, total with Harvard graduate and does all these serious movies and. But you know she'll slum every now and again and do. Well, it. I read. Too, I love that too. I, yes. I I read just recently that she That's wrote herself uh, her own like raunchy <laughs> like American pieish comedy, like a super bad for yeah, girls and, or and something. she's totally pushing to get it made. And they're like, oh, but you know, Black Swan's coming out, and you know, Oscar nods, and no, don't go and do that. And it's like, whatever, let the girl read the phone book if she wants. The I girl's know. got tons of money, yeah. and she's young and hot. Let her play. Let yeah, her have fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Let the kids have fun, kids. Um... Another little small tidbit that uh, came out, uh, information from Darren Afranowski. Anybody? How do we say his last name? Afranowski, yeah. Afranowski. Just say Darren A. Darren Afranowski's Wolverine coming out, and they came Mm. up with a title. They released the exciting title to Darren Afranowski's movie, (laughs) Wolverine movie, and it is called The Wolverine. Are we excited? I was actually hoping for a sequel to Red Dawn. That's not coming out. I was hoping for the RoboCop remake. <laughs> oh, ouch. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the funny thing was some people were saying that it's an interesting title because when Wolverine first appeared, like in Hulk 181 or 180, whatever it was, it was referred to as the Wolverine. So right. um, the other talks is, too, this isn't going to be a sequel, per se, to X-Men Origins Wolverine. So they're just doing. They're just. They're just kind of doing. That's probably another. the best. It's all the continuity. Yeah. The Popeye cartoon series. They're, yeah. So they're just kind of like, hey, new Wolverine movie. Forget about that last yeah, one. Yeah, you think Bluto would know that <laughs> like, a can of spinach is right. in his shirt, and this uh, is the Bluto's end of the story? Now he's a storeman. You know what though? It's kind of like <laughs> now he runs a pipe shop. You know what though? <laughs> they could. They could kind of do it like how Marvel's done with the Punisher movies through the years. Like they just keep putting Punisher movies out every ten years or so, and. There's no continuity to either one. It's just like, new Punisher movie, yeah. tell the whole story all over again. So they're, they're hoping people retrying. forget about the Punisher yeah. movie. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying, that's, that's what we're doing with Wolverine trying. Origins here. So we're going to get a new Wolverine movie called The Wolverine. And I'm going to say it right here now because I know Darren Afranowski is listening. 
You know what? We've got we've had three X Men movies. We've had a Wolverine Origins movie. We've got a rumored Hugh Jackman a, a cameo in X Men First Class. Now this the Wolverine. Guess what? The only thing they haven't done with Wolverine is they haven't put him in a costume yet. So you know what? Push the boundaries. Break the walls. You mean his yellow spandex? Put costume? him in the yellow and black or whatever. Yeah. You could be in the brown one. Like the brown, the brown one would work. You know what I mean? Like the brown. But what I'm guessing we're gonna get, we're gonna get like the Marjorie. How about the brown one with the fur collar? (laughs) Was that saber tooth? No, awesome. No, he had a he had one with it's it's more tribal looking. Oh, I think he picks that up at Ross. Yeah, Yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, Yeah. but I'm just saying, you want to do something new with Wolverine? Put him in a costume. Shut up. All right. uh, Other can I can I go all yes Zorlacky on that? Go ahead. Picked that up when they were fighting the Imperial Guard, uh-huh. and he uh, stole that from the Timberwolf You're right. clone. You're right. In that, after beating him up, because the Imperial Guard are the Marvel analog to the Legion of Superheroes. Yes, it's the Marvel copyright infringement of the Legion of Superheroes. The Imperial Guard, that's uh, the Shi'ar people, Shi'ar. right? Yeah. Okay. With yeah, yeah. Uh, who's the leader? The with the uh, Mohawk. The uh, um, Guardian. 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 Superman. But you're right. It was the Tim Wolf. That's where he got that. He, that. He, but it was sweet. Yeah. Well, okay. Another big announcement for movie news today that's probably going to make everybody lose their lunch. Um, Warner Brothers announced today. Why does my mic keep turning? Um, Warner Brothers announced today a giant. Well, I mean, they've been working on it for a while, but they uh, plan to remake an original classic of. They plan to remake The Wizard of Oz uh, based off the original script. Uh, how do we feel about this? Who wrote the original script? I, mean, I don't know the original. Uh, oh, Actually, it was credited like 19 different writers. So that's going to be real interesting. I think the, question, the question is always, you know, is this original script that got rewritten or is was this another treatment? No, meaning the original was, script of based off the MGM older? classic... That we all know as the Wizard of Oz, not the Frank L. Baum books, and okay, so not they're the actual story. Take the script that was shot already, right, and basically remake it, so like re- how they did Psycho, Psycho. <laughs> kind of, yeah, <laughs> yeah, not yeah. not necessarily a shot for shot remake, but uh, they want to they want a, a the an script updated, was still pretty much exactly the same. They want an updated know. version guess, of the Wizard of Oz. Of I guess the big question that's hanging off. on everybody's <laughs> lips is why? Uh, because Hollywood has run out of ideas. And they need to make millions of dollars to support their. They want to show you how much better it can be with technology. Yeah, like Ryan Reynolds' suit. Yeah, and Daniel Craig's hat. Right, (laughs) and also the guy there. The one, the one positive thing about like Alice in Wonderland will be CG. That's right. The one positive thing because you can't get a dog to do. Yeah, we're not getting a real dog. Too much training. The one positive thing about the whole announcement is the W or Warner Brothers wants Robert Zemeckis. To possibly hem it, which means most it. of it will be mocap. Because <laughs> yeah. that's all Zemeckis that's all he does, does now, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, he wants to remake Castaway. So have a dog motion capture. Yeah, they'll put him in the ping pong suit. Have the dog run for a treat, and they'll be like, "I think we got it, guys. This dog is going to look amazing." <laughs> so that's why, as long as Tim Burton <laughs> stays away, exactly like the original. <laughs> oh, Tim Burton's Wizard of Oz. That sounds hor- horrific. Yeah. Um, but the other thing too is uh, in that screenplay, though. I mean, or at least in the original Wizard of Oz, there's. The thing's a musical, so I mean, we're talking about, you know, if we're going to shoot the same script, you know, are we keeping the same songs? Are they going to update the same <laughs> they're gonna songs? They're going to do a mashup. No, the songs are going to all be by Coldplay. No, they're all going to be sung by the cast of Glee. 
We all got excited. That's right. <laughs> I got excited. Now I'll watch it. We all got gleeful. <laughs> I got, you know, I, I don't like Glee, but after I saw the GQ pictures, I like Glee a whole yeah, lot yeah, more. Yeah. Now, if so Glee looked more like that, I would yeah. watch more it men week. would like Glee. Mm-hmm. It's okay. But uh, I'm not really a, a big Wizard of Oz fan, so I could really care less. And isn't Raimi doing The Great and Powerful Oz with Downey Jr.? Which as is well? apparently a prequel. Right. But, but I mean, there's like three Oz movies in the pipeline, and right maybe now. that's <laughs> why maybe that's why Hollywood's licking its lips because usually when one project comes out and right. people find other ones they can we attach, we gotta get our asteroid movie out right first. Too. Yeah, exactly. Deep Impact is gonna rock, right? Yeah. So that's probably no pun what, intended. That probably this is what sparked <laughs> it, and you know the reality of it is is there's always. Some young exec in a boardroom, you know, who's like, no, no, I gotta some, come up with something. Some I young something. exec son-in-law of the owner of the studio who liked the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think yeah. it's mostly somebody they don't have a new idea and right. then they pitch it as, oh, we've got to redo it, and nobody, you know, everybody's like, did yeah, you see, did there's you see an amazing group of people who won't watch a movie, you know, if it's old. Yeah, you know who just like well point. no that's just old we so I mean there that's are the 30s. yeah why would I want to watch that it's <laughs> did you, you know. see the latest ish, not the latest latest episode of uh, Hollywood Treasures where the guys trying to search down the back lot where the where supposedly the yellow brick road still exists as some layer of flooring underneath all these layers that have been put nobody's seen it mm-hmm. oh, it's a great show it's great I've show. seen the show I haven't seen that one I saw when they were trying to prove that some costume from Stargate was really the guy's costume right right well that one turned out to be right <laughs> right right but it was still kind of like wow they really went through a lot of hoops was here that the same one where they found Chitty Chitty Bang yes Bang? yes that yeah. was the one yeah See what I'm talking about? Some executive in a boardroom. Uh, let's make a show, show about uh, love chitty, chitty expensive bang Hollywood bang. props. Yeah. I'm just saying, though. Somebody. Wow. Wow. That was dirty. If they remade Chitty Chitty Bang Bang now, it absolutely would be an R-rated film. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be huge. They, you know what? How come... You know, okay, if you're a young exec in Hollywood right now, you can take that idea. The next board meeting, pitch the remake of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Do right? it. And call it I can help Fast you. and the Bang Bang. I can help you with the, some the, of the jokes. The way they'll push that is to go, what people have forgotten is this is an yeah. Ian Fleming novel. So we're going to turn it into a Bond film. Chitty Ian Fleming's Chitty Chitty, Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah. Bang. And the, and the title sequence will be amazing. Right, It'll be right. silhouettes the of women. The car flipping over naked And then it turns, yeah, tur- oh, yeah, no, the breasts you. are the hills it drives over. So, I mean, it'll be awesome. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang, I love you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Long time. Sung by Madonna and some other person. Right. All right. Was that anybody else got any other movie news? Or Paranormal Activity was the greatest comedy of this year. Part two? Part two, or yes. I didn't <laughs> That's see all it. I had to add. Thank you. All right. Uh, moving on to TV news. Um, uh, it was reported, uh, I guess, this week or relatively recently. I mean, we did talk before about they're talking about a Hulk TV show for ABC coming up. and uh, He's trying to get to it right now. Hulk smash. Hulk's talk about here. my show. Um, and basically, uh, it's been announced that Del... Uh, B- is it Benicio? No, no, no. no that's the actor. That's the other guy. G. What's the guy's first name? Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo. It was Darren Afanowski. I'm I'm terrible with names. Benicio. I almost said it again. Guillermo del Toro is in talks to help produce it and bring it to the screen, along with another producer. I forgot his name. But yeah, so they're talking about doing that. So how do we feel about a? Guillermo del Toro version of the Hulk. As good as I feel about a del Toro version of Haunted Mansion. <laughs> Which is Ooh. what? I'm 
not really that jazzed about it. Did you not yeah. like the Hellboy movies? I like the Hellboy movies, but I mean, I, 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 nothing personal against him. I just, now that he's not doing The Hobbit, he's kind of just grabbing at straws and <laughs> doing a bunch of random stuff, and it's like, who cares? No one wants to see The I Hulk. I just think it'll be interesting to see If no one wanted to see The Hulk movies, why the hell are they going to watch a TV show? So yeah, I mean, Because they, they, people, people love the TV the show. Yeah. Movies. I just, as long as he walks away with that sad piano music, that's all that I right, want. Right, with the so. stick yeah, dun, over dun, 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 dun. That was always sad. That <laughs> was. But I don't know. I, he I has just, no friends. I guess apparently it's uh, <laughs> set to go in 2011 or 2000. It's supposed to come after the Avengers film, so there'll be a little more Hulk exposure. It'll be, iron, it'll be well, hot, yeah. What would be interesting yeah. is Del Toro's known for his monster designs, and so you've yeah. got to figure that uh, Del Toro Hulk would be more on the superhero side. I mean, where the TV show was actually just a... Uh, It'd be nice to have yeah. a Hulk that wasn't always CG. You know, the, 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 you think the, they'll do like a almost creature? like a Hellboy style Hulk? Interesting. Hmm. You know what? I, I probably could. could yeah. yeah, and that would be kind of yeah with prosthetics and so you know instead of then getting you can get a little acting in there, yeah, not, not just make him some kind of freak. You know what? Creature. Now that you mention that, Rick, that um, I did read in the article that they were talking about some kind of like a, almost like a, a re envisioned kind of Hulk or whatever, and. Thinking about how what they did to like Ron Perman, Perlman and Hellboy yep. and stuff like that, that actually interests me a whole lot more because you could, you don't have to get some you know muscle bound dude that you found on Venice Beach and green him up. You could actually you know have Build an actor in there that could you know do some really amazing stuff like like Lou Ferrigno. No, I'm kidding. Um, He's gonna have well, an eyeball in his hand. That would be walk weird. around and that was a, that was a. Pan's Labyrinth reference, sorry. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, also, uh, interjection. TV news. Um, <laughs> the Walking new, Dead. New catchphrase. That's like interjection. It. I think you found the name of this podcast. I'm not, so. I'm, I'm not quite sure if me and Derek talked about this in last week's podcast because, once again, he did not post it. But um, Walking Dead got picked up for a 13 episode second season. Yay! Yay. Because of its Brilliant. tremendous success. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're already up to episode three. Is everyone caught up? Yep. Yes. Yep. Do we want. Let's discuss. How do we feel about the show? Who wants to jump in? I think what's what's really noteworthy about a zombie show where the zombies are not sh- are not necessarily as interesting as the characters. I mean, are I, they the, supposed to be interesting? No, but the the the, I, the story that is carrying on with these character the characters are in a situation that they're dealing with, and that's what's interesting. It's not that they're always trying to kill zombies. Well, which that's is what, what most we, of the movies are. About. And that's what we were discussing when you were over the other night about how you were saying, you know, like, oh, they're trying to shove the preachy stuff down my throat, you know, because it's like I want to well, see it, some zombie action, my, and now my, here's my, the racist hick trapped on the roof. Yeah, my so. take <laughs> on it was that I really I was I was warm to the pilot, and now I'm cooling off. Towards the the further episodes, I think they had a, they had a, a third issue, a third episode slump. With the yeah, last I one. just feel like uh, they're really trying to push the human drama and not and and push away and, and almost try to get more viewers by saying, "Hey, we're not just about zombies; we're about human, you know, relationships and stuff." And 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 also the the message of the whole, you know, hey, when you're in this crazy zombie apocalypse. Sometimes you have to watch out for the human beings. You know, they're more deadlier than the creatures around you. And it's oh. like, look, I get that hmm. point, but I think we're getting to the point now where we're just running it into the ground oh. almost. So, no, but I don't know. I mean, I, I agree with Rick. I mean, if 
you're going to have 13 more episodes. This is going to go six. I mean, you can't just go around shooting. Well, no, zombies. no, that's not what I'm so, saying, I mean, though. But what's interesting is the had, character development. We mm-hmm. had some really cool stuff, like the fact that the, the one of the badass uh, Hicks, he's using a bow and arrow, which is absolutely brilliant. You know, that's a silent weapon. He's very effective with it. He's always pulling his arrows out of the, yeah. out of the zombies. No, I, using yeah, them. there's it's very, not, very, I, I thought the zombie action was right up there. Yeah, um, those subtle yeah. touches are good, but then there's also a lot of um, small things to me that are, are just kind of la- that kind of make me cool off to the whole thing. Because yes, part of the exciting thing about the the comic or the graphic novel is yes, the human interaction and, and the interplay between yeah. those people. But I almost feel like the TV show is trying so hard to stretch it out that it's it's just kind of feeling forced in a little bit. Now I'll, I'll well, agree with you. They were on the roof for too long with that guy. Yeah. Yeah, and that was way that was way too much. But I think the important thing is, you've got these guys. They're, they're really effective at keeping the rest of them alive. However, they are they are not pleasant to be around with. And so, what do you give up for your security? As far as how you're going mean, to are well, you going to be put up with a guy who beats his wife? Yeah, but that's actually what I was just going to say. Is that the one thing I would agree with Lon as he's talking is it does seem like we've got like one type of asshole from every group I mean, we've got <laughs> you know the racist we've got the dv guy and it seems and like, like there's too many of them yeah now. it's like, I mean, exactly. it's like how come only jerks survive exactly, <laughs> right, right. exactly. yeah all the good people died because young. that's how you build yeah. drama yeah. they were trying to bring the zombies back into the fold right right and yeah. that's the other thing too is like you just you would think in a crisis or something like that people would be a little more forgiving and a little more giving up than you know, or giving up their ways a little more. Yes, like, until like, we stop eating brains, I'll stop yeah. punching you in the face. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> As an African American, I'd like to think that the redneck would hate the zombies more. Right. Right. Yeah. When it came down, and to it that. at least would yeah. say, "Hey, man, we got to stick together." Instead it's okay of, because it's the African American zombie that's going to bite his head off, <laughs> and it's all going to come for a and then you're circle, like, and we win. But do you, that's yeah. right. But did you think that it was a stretch that he didn't? I just felt no. like... Did it feel false? No. No. Not really. I, I well, just, and that I'd character's... Like to think. That yeah. character's not in the comics either. No. Not a lot, so of, that a was, lot of these characters aren't. Uh, yeah. But what bothered me about that second episode, there were just a lot of things that I felt like were cl- kind of cliche. Like, okay, of course, they send the team, the racist guy with the black guy, and then they have a fight. Um, and wasn't didn't the the other guy like wasn't he called like T Bone or, or yeah? So? <laughs> and it's like come in T Bone yeah yeah. It's like uh, my name's uh, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh-huh. it, but that was a problem. And then of course um, it just it felt kind of like I said forced. Like uh, they have the technique of covering themselves and you know the dead to sneak out. That was awesome. Right out of the comic. Yeah, that was is. that in the comic. That yeah, was, was right. That that was the one that I was looking forward to. Yeah, and that so, was great. But they, then, they did that just perfect. There was just they, enough tension. Exactly. With the, with that was in the kind comic. Of it was. Oh, yeah. Which which issue? It's early. Yeah, it's like right in like I think like the second or third issue, almost like the episodes. It's like right at the start. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. then now did they the, didn't have the whole thing where they started they, to rain? Did, did like no, this, the rain happened. But they didn't have the whole thing about honoring him before they chop him up. Right. Right. Yeah. That was new. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember that from the book. Yeah. So I yeah. go, uh, just talked about it. Um, and then, of course, at the end, you know, it's like, I'm going to go unchain the racist. Oops, I fell, lost the key. My bad. You know, it was like, it was basically kind of one of those, we'll set up something, and then, of course, the the absolute worst thing that could happen will happen on this. You know, it just, I don't know. Uh, part of the point I think I made last time was uh, it felt like the first pilot, well, you were watching a film. It feels like now we're watching a TV show with episode two and three. 
Um, the last episode, um, you know, the whole frogs thing, and then you know the wife beater guy. Like, I don't know. It just you know, I, I'm Tonight, hoping it's on a get, very special Walking Dead, right? You know, <laughs> so uh, you know, I don't, and then the other thing too was, did you feel much emotional? Uh, satisfaction when uh, Rick is reunited with his wife and kid. Did with, f- more with the son. I mean, because to me, I kind of felt like I wanted to like feel that more, or at least get more out of that. And I just mm-hmm. kind of felt like, eh, wasn't really that I great. Know, what I got, what I got from her was the shock that he's still sure, alive sure. and not believing it. And the other thing I got too was, and, and then her having to, she's also having to deal with her own guilt. Sure, no, I, you, that's apparent. But I also thought. Man, this chick's a whore. You know what I mean? Like, she's sleeping around so quickly wow. and easily. And, you know, I just kind of sitting there. Like, Sometimes hey, when there's a zombie apocalypse, how long it's you, been. Yeah, it, you, you do yeah, need to look it, for I think it's been at comfort. least a few months or more in like the comics. A week. Yeah, if it was like five days later. <laughs> if, but, I mean, if the, if the threat of being eaten by flesh eating non dead or undead corpses was like prevalent every day would you would you just run out to the forest and get I a don't know that I would have done know? gotten out in the forest and gotten down got and, it on yeah, you, know. you know maybe she makes noise and yeah <laughs> exactly. she's louder than that car alarm anyways but yeah you know I, I haven't totally abandoned that's it now that's awesome <laughs> I haven't totally abandoned uh, it but I'm just I'm cooling to it I'm hoping it'll get better um, the the trailer or at least the previews for next week, Show them stumbling onto more people in the city, which to me just seems more confusing. Even but the comics though, are very character driven. I mean, they're more oh, yeah, about no, the I don't people bother. than that, the, yeah. that. Doesn't bother me. Yeah. I'm just I want. I guess I want to. I know what you're, I, I, I know what you're feeling. No, no, no. I I just more I zombies. I know what you're feeling, but I think what they were trying to do with this was they were trying to set up six ep- six uh, episodes to tell an arc. And they, sure, no, and, I get it. And yeah, because they didn't point, know they were going to get picked up. At some point, you say, you're, you've got a story, and the producers say, make it six episodes. And you go, oh, i got enough for four. And so no, you yeah, stretch things that. out or whatever. And I mm-hmm. think that's what we suffered through, in, particularly in the uh, the rooftop scene and the second. But, and, but here's the thing, though. I mean, look at like the and, – and it might just come down to, direct, to direction, but you watch that first, you know, the first uh, pilot – yeah, and it was so much more gripping. You know what I mean? You had so even yes, you had less. There weren't a whole lot of zombie things going on, but but that was all about discovery well, and understanding the new world and his right. But up wouldn't you think it would this still is the be? Yeah. I mean, Rick's saying this is the middle. It's the middle of the novel. If, yeah, it's, it's the middle it's, of any yeah, you know, trilogy. Were, it's yeah, yeah. It's just, okay. Well, I'm just saying. I hope it. I hope it comes yeah. together and, and lives up. I mean, the the uh, revelation of the last at the end of the last episode to me. Didn't really hold a lot of weight, did it? Did I it knew hold it was going to happen all along. Sure, but I mean, so but they ended on that being like this whole big like, whoa! I just blew your mind. It's like, no, it's not really. That. I yeah. don't know. So that's, I guess that's my point is they're they're ending the show on this. You're supposed to sit there and be like, whoa, this is crazy cool. And I just kind of went, oh yeah, he chopped off. His, yeah, I knew that was coming. Again, you know? it's 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 hard to cut a story up into our segments when you want to pace things differently. I don't know, and, but I mean, look at something like I mean, look at something like and it's a bad example, but Lost. You know what I mean? Or uh, Dawson's Creek. I'm not familiar, but uh, I just wanted to they? pick an obscure show oh, that okay. was an hour drama. Weren't there whole seasons of Lost that? Sure, no, but I'm like, just saying. Oh, don't get us started on yeah, Lost. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bad comparison. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm just saying that, there, that you know you can do in in, a, in an hour's worth of television, you can you know hit those beats and and be in the middle of a season and still make it profound. And I just think that like Glee, 
Yeah, Lon, why don't you talk about Glee? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the GQ pictures are hot. Didn't you uh, buy that at karaoke game for your Wii? <laughs> Can we stop talking dirty? <laughs> I don't want to put Glee on my Wii. Anyways. <laughs> liar. Um, well, okay, you're right. Um, okay, I think that's... Wait, what else do I have? For, I think that's all. Oh, TV, quick rundown. Um... Anybody watch Conan's Back on the Air? Anybody watch it? Watch the first episode. Coco. Kind of what about? What, what do we think? I love seeing Conan. I back. think it's great. I think he's in back in true form and uh, he's going strong. Um, you know what? It kind of reminds me of. And the thing is, too, is uh, Jay Leno's Len- uh, ratings have been down, right? Um, he kicked all their asses for his premiere. Right. I mean, granted, you know, the second episode there was a massive, you know, spill off. But I mean, that first one, he beat all of them. Right. He beat Leno. He beat Letterman. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a nice kick in the crotch to all of them. And he delivered on the show, too. He did. Yeah. He really did. Yeah. He had a great line, which was, I quit the previous job, and I put all these people through so much torture, all my people, because I did not want to go on TV at midnight. So now I'm starting, I'm starting, and in fact, because we've just gone through daylight savings time... I'm still I'm, on I'm at st- midnight. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a 12.05. That's right. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, the one thing it kind of reminds me of is, it's you know it's a good show, but you got you know got to have basic cable to watch it. It kind of reminds me of, say, you remember the I guess late night wars one, where because um, essentially you could say this oh, is late night wars two. Yeah. Well, no, but remember there was a time I think it was like late eighties, early nineties, where we had Arsenio in syndication. Yeah. And Arsenio was the biggest thing in late night, you know, because it was so different and, and, and appealing to this different younger audience and. You know, Arsenio reigned for what a good five, six years. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's kind of it, it's slightly it, different demographic than yeah. The other ones, but it so. harkens back, at least for me. It, it helps. It kind of reminds me of that era of I was I was talking youth. I wasn't talking race. <laughs> wow, I didn't say. Uh, I know. Welcome uh, to our own version of the Walking Dead racist yeah, kick. I know. Good job, Rick. Rick, I'm going to handcuff you. you to the wall. You're going to have to chop your hand off to get out of here. But uh, <laughs> See, I didn't say anything. When you Lon says it, I, I say something. I think if Arsenio okay. came back, he would rule. I know he's a little older and out of touch, he's, but uh, I think I think Conan's going to rule. I think yeah, yeah, I think. I thought I, you guys were talking Conan the Barbarian for like oh. the first five minutes. Now Schwarzenegger's going to come out next Conan's season. Conan's back in true form, he's kicking <laughs> dragons' asses. Red <laughs> Sonya's there. Like, he kicked Sonya's Sonya. ass. Sonya. Red Sonya. All right, uh, you guys mentioned another thing on TV. Uh, good fanboy uh, thing that Summer Glau was on on Chuck, Chuck on Monday night. I didn't. I'm not a Chuck guy. I didn't watch you guys talk. You have to understand that the Bymore is now Spy Central. It's a, it, it's now a, an official CIA headquarters where all of the girls that work there are secret agents, and they're all named Greta. <laughs> they're all and Summer Glau shows up they as all have another like six Greta. Six foot of legs. Yeah, <laughs> and two of the Bymore regular buy more employees they're like you know how come everyone here is named greta and why are they all hot they've got something to hide and so they're like you know. product placement was great on that episode. oh there was the subway the well subway. subway is like the biggest promoter of chuck right and, and so uh, they had this whole this uh forest ham with uh yeah they even mm, named like, they like named, oh, sh- no no, no greta would eat this yes. mm. and uh but no she looked absolutely delectable and um was great and it was a nice little you know firefly reunion for her and uh adam baldwin yeah. and they had a little firefly moment at the end what they do well like she's like i don't know uh what kind of you know ship you're running here but you know this is a completely unprofessional but and and, and he's like well, I don't know what crew you came from, but on this ship, and it's and everyone was tying that to the fact that they were all they were on, on Fire Serenity, Flames, yeah. and 
you know, um, I, I mean, that might be looking way too into it. But no, they, I think that was absolutely yeah, intentional. Yeah, but, uh, and then he basically fires her and she leaves. And Did she talk like a robot when, when that was happening? No, or? she no, didn't no. at all. Oh, okay. No, no. But, uh, but it was an amazing, you know, I'm, a, I'm an avid fan of Chuck. I, I think it's only gotten better as it's gone on. It is a stupid show, but that's it's why. comedy you, drama. It you is. Say it right there. Yeah, you check your mind at the door and it's just a lot yeah. of fun. And, okay. Um, and I, I think, yeah, if you don't you watch when, it. What was the, uh, the actor who played the, uh, the CIA agent? Oh, yeah, the guy who's like in all of like the Will Ferrell movies. Right, right, right. Um, Catalina Wine Mixer. Uh, Adam, <laughs> Adam, something. Or yeah, other, he yeah. was like a CIA agent. who was trying to help Chuck remember the intersect, and he, and he was great. And then he gets shot. shot he gets shot, shot at the very end, and like falls to his death. Like, so, and you're kind of going, "Wow, that was funny." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that's I, where they. That's where did they I really just get shot. Yeah, and then he falls Boom. out. That's where they really, you know, run the that gray area of you yeah. know comedy that, and drama. That guy was in. Did you guys watch Eastbound and Down? Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. The, he's the sports agent. Yes. Eastbound and yep. Down. He had a hilarious. What is his name? Adam something. I yeah, forget his last he was name. great in that in that too. So, Adam but Summer Jones? No, I don't know. It's something else. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, but uh, um, good times. Now this one, Rick, you might have to speak on more, but uh, this would have been perfect for Derek because you guys all love Doctor Who. But uh, last night, uh, if you were fortunate enough to stay up late on uh, television, uh, late was it the Late Show with Craig Ferguson? Yeah, had kind of an all Doctor Who themed. Uh, episode last night because I guess Craig is a big uh, Doctor Who fan. Well, he's a Brit, right? Well, he's right? a Scot. Yeah, he's a Scott. So, well, he's from the Isles. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, so I guess the night before he'd actually got uh, what's it called a da- Dalek? Dalek. He had a Dalek on the show. Actually, had a Dalek on the show next to his robotic. The camera co-host. opens on a Dalek, and yeah. Ferguson comes in grinning like a like a crazy child at Christmas. Yeah, so that was the night before, and then the night, last night they actually, you know, it was the whole Doctor Who theme. And that's what I didn't see. All and right. uh, he actually had the, what's it called, the magic flashlight or screwdriver? The uh, or sonic screwdriver. He had a sonic <laughs> screwdriver. Um, actually, I, I, I'm not ashamed. He had uh, Chris Hartwick, who apparently, or uh, occasionally drops in to, like, you know, read the tweets and stuff like that. He was there um, wearing a big, long, what's the, the big scarf, you know, the right, Doctor Who always right. wears. That's a scarf. Um, all the tweets were kind of like, you know, uh, Doctor Who, uh, Doctor Who, Doctor Who themed. Uh, and then they had the the most current doctor. What's his name? Watson or uh, Tom uh, Watson or yeah, a forehead guy. Yeah. Um, so the most current guy who's playing it. Um, and I and I find it interesting that it coincided with the release he's the of the youngest Doctor Who ever. Yeah, but it, it coincided with the release of Doctor Who on Blu-ray DVD this week. So yeah. I think that was kind of part of the reason they were I'm doing sure it. I'm sure that's why they got him on tour. Um, but yeah. So but but I'm not a big Doctor Who fan. But I thought. How cool was that to have a whole like if I if there was like a show or a sci-fi thing I was really into and they devoted a whole episode of say Conan or you know or or late night or, you know or something to just that one thing I thought that was really cool. So and Ferguson couldn't be a better person to do this because he, he has so much joy in everything he does, even when he's he's just crazy happy about. I, I love his show, and he's more than happy to explain to Americans why the British are crazy, right? Or, or why? And, what, and, you know, what I love about that show the most is there's no format. I mean, there he has guests and he has things, but he, he just goes out and he talks. There's no real monologue, you know. He just kind of uh, wings it, you know, and then he sits down, he reads some tweets, brings his. I mean, he's so loose, you know what yeah. I mean? And it's just so refreshing. I love that show. So it's like he came into your living room and sat down. It's like it's honestly like you're just at a party with lap. the guy on your lap. So it's pretty funny. Three <laughs> D. Yeah, it's 3D I television. I think that's all I got for television. So let's let's bring it on home here with uh, video games. Um, 
big uh, release in the last couple weeks was the Microsoft Connect. Uh, both of you have purchased it, Rick and Jason, correct? Yep. Yes. Yep. So we're going to do a little product review of the Microsoft Connect. Please, first of all, one of you explain to the audience at home who doesn't know what the hell we're talking about. Why don't I take this part and you can take the user experience. Absolutely. You're better on the technical. <laughs> so the uh, the Connect is an add-on for the Xbox 360. And it's going to be packaged with the new Xbox 360s. So you can buy for like $360. Yeah. You yeah. can get the... Hold uh, on. Troy's got to go. Is that what you're saying? You have to take off? Yeah. <laughs> Crime never sleeps. There's the Troy, Troy signal in the sky. He's, He's still mad at it. Rick for the Arsenio thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll send flowers tomorrow. So we have, to, we have to let Troy go, and we'll, we'll as soon as we are left, we can go back to our review. Thank you for sitting in, Bye, Troy. Troy. Bye, Troy. Bye. Good work this Good week. Thank you. Bye, Troy. Fans, say it now. <laughs> Those of you that want to talk to Troy, write in to Troy at. Fa- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, back to you. tell us what the Connect is. Okay, so the Connect is it's going to be packaged in with certain Xbox 360s, but it can be bought by, uh, by people who own one already. It'll work with either the old <coughs> model or the brand new uh, sleek black right. glossy one. Yeah, <laughs> and it's uh, it's a little device. It looks kind of like a, a a bar. It's almost like the Wii bar, only. Nine times bigger and is this anything with a camera. Like, is this <laughs> anything like the Sony? Was that the iPop or the i? Uh, you mean the PlayStation, the Move? Play? No, was it? Uh, was it called the Move? Well, the one well, that they just, just came, came out. The one with. that just came out. Their little magic wand. No, remember like the PS2 had the little eye thing. The eye. It was called eye. Something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was just a little like webcam. Right, though. it was a little yeah. webcam. But there were, put you in the game. There were yes. a couple things that would take pictures of you and put the yes. games, and they almost worked. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so is it similar to that kind of? Yeah, no, but not at all. No, no. Because this is, this is a very high-tech device. It actually has a motor inside of it that will move it back and forth to kind of keep you in frame. Yeah. It's got an infrared camera. It's got a regular uh, a high-contrast camera and a standard camera. Mm-hmm. You can... Um, Microphone. You can, uh, yeah, you can talk directly to it. It does voice recognition. It recognizes faces. It, mm-hmm. it unlike the PlayStation Ballathon, this thing recognizes your whole body. So if you kick with this, it'll know. It'll know. Oh, that you're I heard kicking. about this in the news. This everybody's mad about this because you it scans your body before you go on a plane. Or exactly. Something, it's or? it exactly. And it if you touch off, my junk, I'll have it, you arrested. It sends it off to uh, the national the homeland security. <laughs> Got it. No, the. Uh, in fact, there's all, there's all, no. I want to go there. Is there a touch your junk game there is for the Connect? T- yeah, uh, it's coming cr- soon. Christmas. Yeah, oh, okay, Christmas. Okay. It's it's part of a series of little games. <laughs> That'd be so awesome. <laughs> touch little. my junk for the Wii. So the 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 thing about the uh, the the device is it sits on underneath your television set or directly on it and watches you. As you move your body, it adjusts whatever's going on in the game. So if you move your hand at some point, you might see a hand show up on the screen that mimics where your hand is going, the motion it's making, the angle that it's currently at, and you can manipulate things within the game that That's way. That's awesome. Do they have like a like a first time with your girlfriend game? No, but they have oh, an okay. animal petting zoo that you might like a That's lot. That's creepy. Yes. Yeah, so That's uh, creepy. So... Um, I'm but not, I would love. I'm not kidding. There, awesome is a, game? there is an animal petting. Yeah, game. Connectimals. Yeah. Yes, we. I bought that for Sydney, but I've yet to open it. So, okay. but you should it, probably want to try that out yourself. Yeah, before yeah, you yeah, give it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is a good tiger. But don't uh, you, wouldn't that be a rad game? Call it like my first time, and then it's just like a woman on the screen. It's like, have you played high school for the Xbox Connect? <laughs> <laughs> my God, night you get it, in the back seat. Yeah, night at prom. You that level is amazing. You need to bring your couch up real close. That's right. I think we just came up with a great idea. Xbox. 
Xbox, Microsoft, if you're listening. Yeah. That's all. You've got to school the video. That's game. right. Why not? So. so, and of course, as we're mentioning now, the games have to be made to work with this. There is, in the standard Xbox interface, there is a connect area where you can manipulate some of the standard settings within the Xbox, but it doesn't work with older games. You have to buy a new connect game. So they have to be connect formatted or, right. or they, created they made for to work with the uh, with the device. And Xbox Live has been modified as such too, because right. when I loaded it up, it changed the the format of Xbox Live completely. And then mm. basically, it's like Minority Report. You can just swish your hands, and it moves everything wow. across, and you can touch yeah. it. And, and again, it's very accurate. Yeah. I was really you surprised. wave at it to activate it, yes. and then you can do, and then it, it flashes, and you can get a yeah. motion. Crazy. I mean, I was I was really kind of you know a, a, a doubter for it. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for someone to come up with the with a T-shirt of the silhouette of the position for pause. Oh yeah, you, you know, have to you keep have to, your arm down to your side, and then this arm at a 45 degree arm. angle, and it comes up with pause or the connect menu, and it's like this weird. It's a, it's a gesture you're not likely yeah. to make, but yeah. if you want to pause the game, you need to be able to do that without be, touching anything. So you have uh, to come up with the shape. But I mean, it really does. I mean, like I only just started playing last night because I finally I had it for like a week and I finally took it out of the box because I just didn't want to hook it up. <laughs> and then it's just you know the thing it just it scans you the facial recognition like you said because then you know it knows that oh Jason's back or Rick's back and, and then it goes to your settings. It goes to your settings and no one else can go <laughs> into it. So it's like oh no, this isn't Jason or whoever you're a new person do a new avatar or create a new game that's freaky and yeah and and again you know it works very well it's in, actually really cool I it mean, is very it cool and cool. it works really cool in low light because that was what i was concerned about because yeah. i have like little to no light in my front room and the thing was spot on and um well my next question is is uh Shoot, I just forgot my next question. Go on. I'll remember it. So, so you played some of the more active. Uh, I played the one that came with the Connect Adventures. And, yeah. like, you're, like, in a river raft, and you have to jump and bend and twist and turn. And, like, me not being a very physical person and having bad back problems, I was exhausted. So that was my question. Yeah. I'm so, still sore from last night, so and not in a good way. To So to play this pretty much, this kind of takes the whole... Sitting on the couch for six hours and playing. They video say games. that right on the start, like because when you're first loading up the software, it's like you are not sitting on the couch. They have like that bad, overly animated voice come on, go like, "You're not going to be sitting down at all. You're going to be playing Xbox Connect." And it's like, okay. And Although there are some games, like there's a racing game where you sit down, and you just hold your arms, yeah, out and you, and you steer, steer, and you move your foot up and down for gas and brake. And yeah. I've heard that one isn't very accurate. I've heard but it's pretty bad. Actually. Yeah, but I mean, the ones that apparently are the best are the one that it comes with, the Connect Adventures Dance. There's a Central. Dance, there's a dance. It'll teach you how to do the dances or right. prove that you are incapable. Of doing right, right, right. Yeah, like you sing, like you dance to Rihanna, and it teaches you the whole move. And it it's teaches, like what I heard was, what's great about that game? It teaches me the names of all the moves that I can't do. Right, right. Like here's the pelvic thrust. I, I don't well, know. But. Okay. Now, so here's <laughs> all right. So here's my next question to follow up. Okay, it sounds really cool. It also sounds a little gimmicky. Um, Will do you think? Will the, does it have staying power, or do you think it's just kind of a gimmick, kind of like... Because right now, the Wii was the big thing a couple of years ago, because it had all the cool you know right. things you could do, and now it's not... It the Wii's not. still really huge, and part of that is that the Wii is the least expensive console out there. And It's they, also got a lot more family-friendly games, yeah, like it's it, more for it's, kids. It's, Nintendo well, yeah. is very, very protective of their, right. of their series, and, it, and they just got Netflix streaming, which uh, will mm. boost it as well. It's the cheapest way to get Netflix streaming on your TV, not right. on oh, your wow. computer. 
But the uh, there's a couple other things about this. Did you use the video conference calling at all? No, because you, well, you have to have someone who has a connect friend. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't know anybody until now. So like, yeah, I, I would try it because yeah. it says, "Do you want to set this up?" And I'm like, "No." I, I have a friend. I have a friend in Texas who the first thing he got was called me on it said are you set up yet i hadn't been set up yet so but i've seen video of people doing it and it's Does really it clear good? yeah yeah really clear so by using this if we'll you have, have to try it if you have other people like if you had two families separated on two coasts and they both had xbox and xbox live in this this is a great uh, for no cost outside of what you're already paying for xbox live that's true you've got a video video phone for uh-huh. a lot less than that that uh what's it the uh, skype no the one that uh cisco just came out with it, oh yeah very expensive yeah and it, I didn't really see that much difference in the video. I think it just has a lot of staying power because it, it does sound gimmicky. And I think it is gimmicky. But it works. Has where most of the other gimmicky things in the past right. have fallen flat on their yeah, face. I tried, the, I tried the PlayStation 3. Uh, yeah, I mean, I played it. Mariachi. You know, yeah, I mean, it, it works well enough. But like Rick was saying, this is like your whole body. This isn't a wand or something you're just holding in your hand. Right. You have to really be physical about but let, this. But, okay, so, but, so let's bring it back to you then. Yeah. You just said, oh, I was totally yes. sore and everything else. So I was, but. How soon are you going to jump back on it? I actually probably when we're done here because okay. like I no I I mean I played it last night for like four hours and that also I mean bad back or not that's a long time to be standing and pretty much just keeping right. in the confines right. of but how bit. but how like after weeks after week how uh, eventually are you gonna get to the point where you're like I want to play that but that means I gotta get up and sure do but all that this that's stuff. the same even for a normal video game it's like you know oh I gotta sit here and play this thing I mean like right. I, I don't know that's not as hard there's as the investment well, true, but, and the investment right right, right. I, there's I, some nights when you're not gonna feel like I mean I think true. right now it, it I mean it, it's gonna be big you know for the holidays and whatnot a fun because, party kind of thing it, it, right? it is it really is I think it's something that you know you'll show off for five minutes like the Wii and then eventually I'm sure that's gonna be the next big thing but yeah, right now really how long does it have to last the last a couple of years maybe and there'll yeah. be some other new technology that then the next Xbox will come out parts in their bo- yeah. Yeah. is it uh, is readily available as like say the Wii or no, remember the Wii was having a shortage I think it is I mean I found it at a Fry's just walking in I mean I knew that they were kind of in short supply in certain places but when I walked in, they had an entire shelf. Yeah, uh, I think they're they're fairly. It's not as hard as the Wii was when it first came out. And I think it's going to be worse come like the next few weeks because yeah, yeah, everyone's going to be like, I want to get that Connect thing for my kid, and yeah. then it's going to be gone. Yeah. Right. Um, or someone will be selling on eBay for like five hundred dollars. Right. But I mean, I think for what it is and the price, it, it is a lot of fun, and yeah. I didn't expect it to be. All right. Well, you heard it here first, people. Well, maybe not first, but um, <laughs> all right. Let's wrap it up with uh, both of you. Recently, took pilgrimages to uh, the happiest place on earth, my bedroom. And uh, oh, not you, Rick. That's no, hey, I well, was, re- I was re- nowhere re- near your bedroom. Rephrase that. So, but uh, joke both, fail. Both of you have noticed that uh, in in time for the upcoming release of the feature film. That uh, Disney California Adventures has done something creative and fun. Electronica. For Tron Legacy. Yes. Please, tell me. Tell tell uh, the people at home it's, what this is all about. It's basically like an outdoor rave. Um, they tr- they Wait di- a minute. Kids die at those. No, they don't. No, oh. no. They actually did. When I went uh, when I went with my family uh, a couple months prior to that, they actually had this other thing set up, which was similar. It was just like a bunch of people in neon 
and black lights and all that, and I think that might have been the test run. And yeah. I don't think it had a specific name, but it really was like an outdoor rave. They have, they sell alcohol. It's, they do. It's yeah, massively outside expensive. Bar outside bar, light up drinks. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, and and that seemed to Sounds draw. Awesome. I th- I think it was more to draw, like you know, because California Adventure has never been the park to go to. And I it's think getting there, it's though. getting there because they're revamping it drastically. Did you see World of Color? Yes, World of Color is an amazing, yeah. amazing show. Yeah. Um, it's, highly it's recommend. Everything it. that you thought Fantasmic was going to be, right. Only it, it works. Well and, worth and the wait. Another. It's it's about a half hour show, so yeah. it's not like it's ten minutes of you know water farting and you're done. I mean, it it really is a good and show. They do some pretty impressive things with they the do. water and the. They do. Is it the, is it anything like the water show they used to do at Bullwinkles? No, no. Oh, okay. no. Does anyone remember that? I, I do. Yeah. I rem- does anyone remember Bullwinkles? I, do. <laughs> I, I had a birthday at Bullwinkles. Yeah, I did too. I yeah. just remember as a kid going there, and then all, you're in the middle of your pizza, your food, and all of a sudden it's like they stop showing the animatronic Bullwinkle and characters. And, and the water comes in like... Yeah, they play some song. And it was just these sprinkler. I mean, I guess it's glorified in Vegas now, right? the potato harp to music as... Fountain shows, absolutely. So, the Bellagio else? is is probably a yeah. better comparison. But. So, what do they have in this electronica? <laughs> Basically, like well, what? you have to you, as you come into California Venture. If you go left, you go down to this this backlot Disney, their place. Hollywood backlot, and, yeah. and it's actually and when it's not done up, it's a cool effect because they have a fake wall at the end that shows the sun sunset, right? Though, so the town looks like it goes on forever. It's actually a couple of city blocks long. That part. Was just they put up that that uh, video of like the, like you're in the game grid and it goes on both sides of yeah. the street and the end and you yeah. see light cycles going down the street on yeah. the other side crossing there's a video at the end and this is just the walk in that's just the walk in and then way in the back they have a Flynn's arcade set up kind of like the one at Comic Con that yeah. you had to like fight to get into but Did it's you all see the cracks in the wall yes and I yes. was like. Can I get in there? Yeah, yeah. Like, does it twist around? It, no. I mean, it, it's really cool. I mean, and then they take the Muppet 3D theater movie and they kind of shut it down for the, the night that they have it. And they show they were showing a sneak 10-minute preview of Tron, which I'm sure once the movie opens in a couple weeks will not be a big deal anymore. But the movie looks amazing. It does look really good. They, yeah. show, they show quite a bit of film. There's yeah, a they, lot more spoilers in that from, from what we've seen. A oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's an entire scene you know the whole moment of him first getting there and the whole scene of him getting dressed right right all the sirens come and dress up Flynn's son they cut off his they they cut off his pants he's going hey there are zippers right 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 yeah yeah there's some good humor in there but um but they have that and then um they have games set up i saw like they had some of the employees dressed up in those light suits and it's like they had had go-go dancers go-go dancers they're like here toss this frisbee into this thing and get a free tron toy i mean it 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 was it was cool it it was a nice little little gimmick they got going on so awesome so if you're there definitely hit that yeah it's only on weekends from what i understand they have a they have a sign as you walk into california adventure oh yeah count until it starts right on fridays and the weekends it's countdown to electronica and it says like eight hours four minutes and And then back behind that sign is where they're building the uh cars 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 adventure yeah did you see what they're doing the skyline yeah yeah well they're building like their version of like test track over there it's like you know you drive in those lightly mcqueen cars and you get up to like 45 50 miles an hour like in this canyon but they're increasing this. I mean, it's like six stories of canyon wall yeah, that they're yeah. building up, they, which part of it is, and somebody was saying, what they're trying to do 
is eliminate your view of the outside world. Yeah, you don't want to see the hotels. You can't see the hotels outside anymore. Yeah, no, and it looks really cool. I mean, they've got the framework up now because it opens like in 2012. It's a whole other year away or more. Ariel's Adventures. Ariel's Adventures next in 2011. Yeah, yeah, it's a, I think. I think this coming That's summer. That's also in California Adventure. Yes. So they are pumping California Adventure. They're making it more Disney oriented. As before is, where all the rides were very like Santa Monica Pier generic. Now yeah. they're like that doesn't work. Let's bring our characters in. And uh, I think that's a smart move. Well, if you go back to Florida, you go to the, the Magic Kingdom back there, mm. the the MGM Park is where they have Star Tours and, yes. and Tower of Terror. And um, yeah. and Buzz Lightyear... No, Buzz Lightyear is... That's still in, that's the, still in, the, in, in, the, in the, the Magic Kingdom, Kingdom part, part, yeah. Um, but they, uh, Bugs Life is in Animal Kingdom. Yes, the 3D movie, right. and you go in that tree, and yeah. Right. yeah. So, so they, they spread it out a little bit more over there, and yeah. I think it's just it's the, they have more room. bringing out more stuff in in California Adventure. Well, yeah, I mean it's like they're bringing that Harry Potter land to the Universal in L.A. Like yeah. they're going to completely. Well, are they doing that? A much smaller version of it, but uh, I heard they're going to take out like a good chunk of the stuff on that bottom floor and build up and put like a smaller Hogwarts there. Okay. And because it's so huge in Florida, they'd be yeah. stupid not to do it here. Yeah. But um, slowly but surely. Awesome. So, yep. Well, cool, guys. Uh, I think that's pretty much going to do it for us this week. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or I don't forget what the third thing is, uh, <laughs> fan write mail. in fan mail, write in to editor at fanboyplanet.com. If you uh, want to comment on any of the things you heard about uh, this episode, uh, please send us your fandroid mail. Um, Want to thank uh, Troy Benson, who was able to sit in with us. Yay, Troy. Uh, but, uh, you know, once again, uh, Derek McCaw will be back shortly once he's done with his what was it, plastic surgery or something. I forget. He'll be back soon. Uh, but uh, once again, I'm uh, Lon Lopez uh, sitting across from me. I'm Jason Salazar. Thanks for having me, guys. And I'm Rick Brett Snyder reminding you to use, use your powers, powers only for, for good. good. And boys. Don't touch my <laughs> hardware. <laughs> and thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com.